Hey, do you love audio? Well, of course you do. You're listening to this show. So here's the thing. I spoke with Audible and after hours of backbreaking negotiation, I was able to convince them to give me a free audiobook. All right, I'll be honest. There was zero negotiation. All I did was go to the website and sign up. Easy, right? And you can do it too. All you have to do is go to www.tinyleapsbook.com and sign up for a free trial. When you do, you'll get your pick of amazing audiobooks like Think and Grow Rich, So Good They Can't Ignore You, Jab, 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 Right Hook, and even some amazing novels. So head over to www.tinyleapsbook.com and sign up today. I'm going to be starting a free daily newsletter, and I want you to be a part of it. It's called Pilot, and you can think of it as the daily guide to a better you. Each morning at 10 a.m. Eastern, you'll get a brand spanking new email filled with a roundup of articles, videos, and podcast episodes to help you improve every area of your life. Now, it's not quite ready yet, but if you'd like to pre-enroll, head over to tiny.am slash pilot. That's T-I-N-Y dot A-M slash P-I-L-O-T. It's awesome. And maybe I'm a little biased, but I highly, highly recommend it. In this episode, I want to talk about the power of constraints. Get ready because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps. Big change, big change, big change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I want to talk about the power of constraints when it comes to changing your life. Now, if any of you out there have ever participated in any sort of creative task, whether it's art or brainstorming ideas or whatever it is, you will have probably heard the idea that having constraints on you forces you to be more creative. And there's a good reason for that, because having constraints on you forces you to narrow the field of thinking. It forces you to really focus in on what you can do instead of what you can't do. But there's another important reason. You see, having constraints on you, since it limits your options, There's only a few things you can consider. For example, if I'm trying to make a decision about something and I can do anything in the world, it automatically becomes much more difficult for me to make that decision because I can do anything in the world. And that level of freedom is paralyzing. You've probably experienced this yourself. Most times when you are trying to uh, do something that has zero constraints on it, it's much, much more difficult to actually do the thing. Because if you can do everything, you end up doing nothing. Your brain thinks too much about it. You worry about all the details. You get stuck on which decision to make. And all of a sudden, you don't have any options because you're not doing anything. And that's the power of constraints, really. But how does it improve your creativity? Well, If you're closed off, if you don't have any options, like I was just saying, you are much more likely to take some action because you only have a few limited things to choose from. But 
Additionally, if you are closed off and you don't have many options, you start to get a little bit more creative with the options you do have. You start to think about different ways you can use those options, different things those options can connect to. Because since you your brain doesn't have to go wide and consider all of the millions of options that you have, it can take the five or six that you actually have and go deep on them. You can develop much more of a deep thought on whatever your options actually are because you don't have to consider everything else. And that's an extremely helpful thing in our lives. In fact, more of us when trying to improve our lives should be applying constraints because if we give ourselves too many options, we're less likely to take any of those options. Whereas if we give ourselves a very limited sample to work with, we're much more likely to pick one. And how does this play out when you're trying to improve your life? Well, let's say that uh, you are struggling with how to save more money. Part of the problem there is you can spend as much money as you have. So that is limited. But for many of us, it's not so limited. Now, if you have a thousand dollars in your bank account coming in every month, you can spend up to a thousand dollars in theory. And that's why budgets work. Because when you put a budget on it, when you say, I'm only able to spend $200 and not just stating it, but enforcing it by removing the rest of the money from your account and only having that 200, all of a sudden you stick to that 200. Whereas before you would have found a way to eat up the rest of that thousand. Since you don't have it, you find a way to live on just the 200. And maybe it's more difficult in the beginning, but... You make it happen. Same thing can be said for productivity. If you are at work, this is why the Pomodoro technique works really well. If you're at work and you have a full eight hour day ahead of you and you only have one task to get done, guess what? That task is going to take you eight hours. That's just the truth. That is that has played out so many times. And there's a law around it that I can't quite remember off the top of my head right now. I'm sure some of you guys listening can pull it up. And if you do hit me on Twitter, let me know what it is um, at Greg Clunas. But uh, this is a statement that has played out many times. If you have a full eight hours, whatever your task list looks like will take you eight hours. Whereas if you use something like the Pomodoro and you work in these 25 minute blocks, you find a way to get it done a lot faster because within those 25 minutes, you are far more focused. You stay on task much easier. Your brain doesn't get distracted by all of the options of things you could be doing because you only have a limited amount of time to get this one thing done. So you limit your options and as a result, you get more done. And again, it plays out in fitness. One of my biggest issues that I've talked about on the show many times is I have a really hard time figuring out what to have for breakfast. It stresses me out. Lunch also stresses me out a lot. In fact, dinners, food in general stresses me out is what I'm trying to say. But I've found that for me, a way to hack around that is to limit my options each week. If I have a pre-selected list of five to six breakfasts that I can choose from each day, all of a sudden it's not that stressful. I can go down the list and pick one of those. I don't have to think about the million and a half things that I could potentially make or the million and a half things that I might want to buy, I can just pick one of those six, pick one of those five and go. 
It's much easier, much less stressful. And this is why growing up, I, I grew up in a household where we made our food for the week on Sundays. And by we, I mean my parents. I didn't cook. But we made our food for the week on Sundays. And that lasted us pretty much for the week, at least until Friday. Uh, and as a result, I ate pretty much the same thing every night for dinner. And it was perfectly fine. You know, maybe I would have three options of meats. Maybe I'd have the option of rice or potatoes or whatever it is. And I can mix and match each night to vary it slightly. But really, it's the same core things that I'm picking from. And as a result, I just go in and I pick something and I go. I don't have to think about, well, what do I want to make and what do I want to do this and that and that. And that works really well. So I'm, I'm getting into a little bit of a ramble here. But the whole point of this episode, I want to make sure I clean this up really nicely. The whole point of this episode is one thing. When you are trying to change your life, embrace the power of constraints. Embrace the power of limiting your choices so that you're much more likely to make a choice. And many of you listening may hear this and think, well, what if you limit your choices to the wrong choices? Here's the thing. There's really not that many wrong choices in life. Everything leads to something else. Everything connects to something else. I used to be incredibly stressed about that myself. I used to be consistently concerned that I was making the wrong decision. But any decision you make is going to end up being valuable, whether it's from learnings or from the success that comes from it. And so it's better to make some decision immediately and quickly and then course correct or get the learnings or whatever it is than to endlessly debate what your options are, than to endlessly put things off because you're not sure what is the right choice. It's much better to just quickly make the decision in the blink of an eye, go and see what happens. And that's what limiting your choices allows you to do. It allows you to play with your options because your options aren't that large. It allows you to truly think deeply about those options and what they can lead to because your options aren't that large. Limiting things to very small groups that you can work with is quite possibly one of the most powerful ways that you can start to change your life. Because if you can limit your decisions in every area of your life, then all of a sudden you can start making decisions in every area of your life. And that's the biggest thing that we're all failing on is not being able to make any decision because we're overwhelmed or because there's too many options or because we just don't think about it. But if we can systematically look at our lives and make a decision, limit those options across all of our lives in terms of what we'll do, and then make a decision based on those small chunks of options, here's what's going to happen. Some of them aren't going to work out and you'll gain learnings. Others will work out and you'll gain success. Either way, you'll have made progress. And that's ultimately what matters. And so with that said, I've been Greg Clunas. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. If you love the show, head over to iTunes, head over to your favorite podcast app, leave a rating and review. Let me know your thoughts. If you hate it, Go and leave a rating and review anyway. I, I truly want to know your opinion so that I can try to make the show a little bit better. 
If you didn't catch it at the top of the show, make sure you sign up for our new daily newsletter. It's called Pilot, and you can think of it as the daily guide to a better you. Head over to tiny.am slash pilot to sign up for that. We're going to be launching very soon. I just have a couple of things to figure out systems-wise to make sure that I can continuously uh, deliver amazing stuff to your inbox. And so you're going to want to sign up now so that you don't miss the first one. Uh, head over to tiny.am slash pilot. Again, if you want a free audiobook, head over to tinyleapsbook.com. Uh, there are a million and a half of these things. They are fantastic. Great for the commute. Great when you run out of podcast episodes. Great just overall. Highly recommended. And it's free. You can cancel your account once you get it and never pay anything. So head over to tinyleapsbook.com. Sign up for that. And with all of that said, I've been Greg Clunas. Again, you know who I am, I hope. And if not, go listen to the other 176 episodes so you can learn who I am. Because I'm a pretty cool guy, I think. Um, but I'll leave you with this. Remember, please, please remember, I've been saying this, but I don't think you guys actually remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day, every day, every day.